in jesus name we pray gracious heavenly father once again we praise you and we thank you for the wonderful time that you are giving us to come before you sit at your feet and listen to your word here we are waiting upon you speak to us through thy holy spirit help us to have attentive ears to hear your word and let the holy spirit take control over each and every one of us in this moment so that the lord we will receive the word as you want us to be let your name alone be exalted in every part of this service in jesus name we pray praise the lord praise the lord i know all of you are waiting to hear from the lord and it's my pleasure once again to bring you the word from titus chapter 2 from verse 1 to 10 shall we all turn to our bibles to titus chapter 2 from verse 1 to 2 I will read it for you. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women likewise that they be reverent in behavior not slanderers not given too much wine teachers of good things that they admonish the young women to love their husbands to love their children to be discreet chaste homemakers good obedient to their own husbands that the word of god may not be blasphemed verse 6 likewise exhort the young men to be sober minded in all things showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine showing integrity reverence incorruptibility sound speech that cannot be condemned that one who is an opponent may be ashamed having nothing evil to say of you exhort bond servants to be obedient to their own masters to be well pleasing in all things not answering back not filtering but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of god our savior in all things this scripture is very clear anybody can understand it and it is very simple but in this what we understand it is actually the paul who is writing to titus and when you see the scripture the chapter starts with but as for you that means 
there is something before that. So he is telling about in the first chapter why he is sending him to Crete, the city, and he asked him to make elders, to appoint elders and to build the church and what are the qualifications for the choosing an elder and he is giving an instruction to him. And also he is explaining in this chapter about the condition, the behaviors, the nature of that city. So what he is saying, for in the, actually it starts from, I can read it from uh, verse 9 of um, chapter 1. He starts with, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able to be sound doctrine, both to exhort and convict those who contradict. That is the one of the qualification of any elder to be chosen in the creative churches. So they should be able to teach sound doctrine. So the topic of today is sound doctrine. First of all, we should know what is doctrine. Then we will know what is sound doctrine. And also, the condition of the creative people were there. From verse 10. For there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouth must be stopped, who subvert whole households, teaching things which they caught not for the sake of dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy glutens. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, and they may be sound in faith. It's go on. Even 16 says, They profess to know God, but in works they deny Him. Being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. That is why, after telling all those things, a background about the city, and he is telling and instructing Titus, and start in chapter 2, verse 1 says, But, as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. So, you know, in this chapter, frequently it comes as the word, sound doctrine. What is the doctrine? Can I see the slides, please? Just an introduction from, uh, you know, from uh, chapter, Second Timothy chapter 3, 16 to 17. All the scriptures, it is a background is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in the righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Why the scriptures are given to us, as a doctrine to us. Next slide. This is the definition. The definition is a principle or a body of principle 
presented for acceptance of belief as a religious or a political science or a philosophic group. And a Christian doctrine is referred to a body of beliefs about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Church, and other related concepts. So, our doctrines are the things that we believe and we teach. That is the doctrine. And what is the sound mindset? That you know it. Sound means the healthy, the whole, the balanced, and the free from mixture of error, and it is safe. So, you can put together what is sound doctrine. What the church is teaching. Past two months, you heard about the series of messages about the sound doctrine of the church. The, about uh, for, uh, seven of us we are presented. And it is, uh, that is nothing but the statement of faith. That is the doctrine of the church. On that doctrine, the church was formed and we preach everything based on that. And that is not, as I said in the beginning, that is not everything. But they, they are chosen from our word of God, from our Bible, and they are in the, in the primary places. That is the foundation. So they are, we believe that they are very essential for any believer at any time. Since these things are missing, the Cretans people were gone astray or live a life of a worldly. And there are churches, even nowadays, they may not have it. But there are created in many churches, but they may different it. But, whatever the differences in uh, doctrine, but the word of God is one. We have only one, the word of God, the Bible, for everyone. And whatever they preach, they are chosen from here alone. Okay, let's move. There are necessity of the sound doctrine. Why? The that's just the scriptures were there, but it is not everything. The church of Christ has a greed need for sound doctrine, but the same thing are instructed to teach the sound doctrine. Titus 2.1 says, as we read, But as for you, speak the things which are proper, for sound doctrine. And also in Ephesians, what do you say? We will no longer be infant, toasted back and forth from the waves, and blown higher, and here and there, by every wind of teaching. So, when we are hearing the word of God, you should not be shaken from this side to that side. When somebody is teaching something, don't go just that is the right. And another person thinking, saying that this is wrong, and don't do, turn to this side and blow on this. If you are not strong enough, you will be blown in such a way. That is why everyone needs a sound teaching or a doctrine to know as a foundation of your future. And also Jesus Christ has said in John 7:16, And he answered to them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his, his who sent me, that is the Father. 
So no one can bring their own doctrine. That is the teaching. So it is all should be from the word of God, what is in your hand now. Right? For today's meditation, as I said, I have chosen from chapter 2. So you know there are five characters are mentioned over there. There are older men, there are older women, there are young women, there are young men, and also the workers or uh, bond servants. I know and I believe all of us are fall into any one of the category. Do you? Are you there in one of the place? If anybody is not there in that list, please put up your hands. So now, we are going by one by one. First of all, it's about your lifestyle of your older Christian, men. Next slide, please. And actually, I wanted to go on presenting some other thing and some other way, but at the last moment I changed to go on to the some of the biblical characters so that we will know and uh, identifying themselves and knowing about them what they are actually, how they lived it. And these are the further uh, uh, scriptures for your references just to take down and we move on to the character of five group of people. Go to the next slide, please. Yes. Verse 2, it says about the older, sorry, the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, that is sound in love, sound in faith, sound in love, and sound in patience. That is the character. That is expected from the people, from the age and every Christian. So these are all the things. And what is... Furthermore, when you look into them, and in this all together, there are some characters. See about the Moses and Aaron. The scriptures were there. And why, how they are chosen in their old age. And Joshua and Caleb, in their old age, God has chosen them and used them. Daniel is another character God has chosen to use in those days to glorify him. And Paul, and if you know, let's just read one scripture for each. Exodus 7, 7. Turn your Bibles. Exodus 7, 7. So, Noah, with his sons, his wife, and his son's wife, went into Ark because of the waters of the flood. So, it was said, even before the word, it says, Noah was 600 years old, verse 6. When he, when the flood water were on the earth. 
See, at that time he was chosen, 7-6. 600 years. So just imagine how he could be in these days. And how God can use the person. If God can use that person, even today it is possible for us to be used. Moses and Aaron. About them, at the age of 80, Exodus 7, 7, that's what is it. At the age of 80 and 83, God has chosen him. When they were already past the normal lifespan, that was we read in Psalm 90 verse 10. And uh, who did God chose to lead his people. So men passed their frame. That's what. Joshua and Caleb. Next. Joshua was given a charge of leading a conquest of Canaan during the last 30 years of his age. He lived until he was 110. Joshua 24-29 says, Caleb was also here very much involved and he was in his 80s. Joshua 14 Verse 6 to 11 says, Who did God to use fight his battles? Aged men willing to stand. They are not young people. Just imagine after the atheist God has chosen them. For the battle. To, to leave his own people. Daniel. He served God from the days of his youth for about 70 years, Daniel 1.21. And he was well over 80 when he served as uh, one of the three governors over the kingdom of Babylon. And he was thrown into lion's den, Daniel 6.4-27. Prospered in the region of Darius. And Cyrus, the Persian, who did God use the stand between and the beacon of who read? A man who could said, Evans, I done enough. Paul, in our days, as he referred himself in Philemon 1.9, yet we know at this time in his life, he was busy and writing letters. He traveling, visiting, encouraging churches after he was released. So God used him in his whole ditch. Modern example for today. Evangelists, elders, missionaries, ministering into their 80s and beyond. Some of the most of the missionaries, they get retired. Even though we say in the kingdom of God there is no retirement. Most of them all, even after retirement from the secular world, they join the ministry. The kingdom of God is always open for everyone at any time to serve. But the reward is one. But therefore, that should not prevent you or hold you not to go forward to serve the Lord as a challenge. Don't take that as an excuse. So it is not enough to be considered sound or healthy just because we stood for the 
truth in the past. We served in the church for many years in the past. An aged man who is spiritually sound continues to be sober, reverent, and temperate, healthy in faith, healthy in love, healthy in patience. Therefore, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. That's what Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 says. So, dear brothers and sisters, do not let our age excuse us from continuing grow and serve God. Amen? If you agree what I said, say Amen. amen. Right. Now we move on to about doctrine of the older woman. Let us see what the older woman about it. And there are characters. So what is expected from them is reverent in behavior. Reverence and as a holiness, they should be strong and also meaning to act like a sacred person. And also the manner of their life. Secondly, not slanderous, not given too much wine. That is actually on those days. Even till today, there are people behind it. It is a very sad and grieving into our heart. There are people even in the present world. I could not believe it. But I do not know how many of you are aware of it. Still, people are bound to this kind of sin. Taking wine. And they are teachers of good, te good thing, Admonishing younger women. So, the scriptures, what is given there. And what are the examples from this? For these characters, what you have seen? Sarah. Sarah is over 65 years that we read. Old when she left Ur with Abraham. Genesis 12, 4-5. Sarah was a woman of faith. Hebrew 11.11 11 says, Sarah adorned with the incorruptible beauty of the gentle and quiet spirit. As per the 1 Peter 3.3-4, who trusted in God and was submissive to her husband. 1 Peter 3.5-6 A woman whose physical beauty was surpassed by our inner beauty. So nowadays, it is besides, and we take other side of it, which is of, lastly we know the disasters. Secondly, Anna. Actually, I like this character very much. Let us, because most of us, we miss this character. Let us turn to Luke chapter 2. And read this portion. Luke chapter, think about how this older woman served the Lord. See the character. From verse 36. We cannot just imagine. Now, there was, there was one, Anna, your prophetess, the daughter of Peniel, of the tribe of Ashir, she was of a great age and had lived with her husband seven years. 
from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years. Seven years she lived. 84 years she lived as a widow. Where she lived? Just see. And this woman was a widow for about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And coming in the instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of Him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Just imagine, 84 years a widow lived, it is not just lived, lived in the temple, fasting and praying, waiting upon the Lord to come. When Jesus born, she was the one who identified, He is the Redeemer of the world. What a great task. See the challenges for present elderly people. So, Anna is the one of the beautiful characters who served God and fasting with the fasting and prayer, who did not hesitate to thank God and tell others the good news of God. A woman who used her widowhood to serve God and others. The third character is Tapita, Dorcas, whom Peter restored the life. Full of good works and charitable deeds, made tunics and garments likely for the widows who sow them. Acts 8.39 So it is an, another example of a woman who used her life to serve others. Peter's wife, whose mother was healed by Jesus. Matthew 8.14-15 Who accompanied her husband on his travel, just 1 Corinthians 9.5, that is, she always gone with Peter wherever he travels. As we know, he traveled a lot. So again, a woman who left home and family to follow Christ and ultimately die for him. That is the woman. So modern days, Older women who continue to teach children and younger women. Older women who have traveled to foreign lands to teach others. Older women who attended despite their frail health and painful infirmities. Women who would rather wear out than rust out. Who will God use today? Aged woman who refuses to stop working for the Lord. Again, it is not enough to be considered sound and healthy just because we stood for the truth for the past. We served in the church for many years in the past. It is not enough to just have older men who are sober, reverent, untemperate, healthy in faith, love and patience, willing to serve the elders if qualified. We need older women who are also reverent in behavior. 
not slanderers, not given too much of wine, teachers of good things, willing to exhort and admonish the younger woman. Or the older woman also willing to bear the fruit in their old age. Psalm 92, 12 to 15. So dear sisters of the older age, today there is a challenge for you. What kind of life you are living? So what so we are not we are not supposed to be content with what we are in our spiritual stand. Opportunities are always there for everybody, irrespective of age. So there is nothing, this is for this age and this is for that age. And some places, some, somebody asks about our choir. Is there any retirement for our choir members? I said, no, our choir is not like that. So, you know, some of the churches they have. They have. Because that should be only by youth, not the elder people. But this church is always exempted. In the sense, only it is open for everybody. So now it is you are accountable. It is not the church. You cannot blame at the end of the day when the Lord asks you, I have not given a chance. No. It is open for everybody. That's why time to time we encourage about the ministries, about your uh, callings, and uh, you come forward and take the opportunity. If you cannot serve here, you cannot serve anywhere else. I tell you. If you are not serving here, you will never serve anywhere. I don't know how far my statement is true. Some pe- there may be exemption, but it's not everything. But the the Reason why I am saying is the the point is try to serve the Lord as early as possible. Don't wait for. And don't get yourself retired from serving God. That is another thing. Now, about young women. What are the characters expected from this portion? Young woman. The next slide, please. That is from, uh, from young woman, is from verse 3. Young woman of love. Yes. Love their husbands and children. Young women are always expected love their husband and children. Sometimes it is missing. That's what it is saying. Some people may miss out. They should not allow other women's husband. They should not only husband or love husband or they are not after children, only loving children, put the husband back. No. Both are wrong. So we should parallelly love your husband and your children. That's what it is there together. If you are not balanced in this, this is the message for you. If this is the sound doctrine and the Paul is instructing Titus to teach those church, tell your young women, learn to love their own husband 
and their own children. To love their husbands, to love their children, to have a affectionate love for both husband and children, this should be natural. But sin can lead one to become unloving. If you do not love, that is a sin. As a Roman 131. Not that this is something the older woman can train them. Titus 2.4. That is why the older women are in the church. To train the younger woman. Secondly, discreet and chaste. Also recite to older men, where it is translated as temperance, Titus 2, 2. And they are again expected to be sober, temperate, of a sound mind, and self-discipline in one's freedom, self-restraint in all passions of desire, pure from carnality and uh, modest. Pure in the heart and in life, in body, in affection, words and actions, having their love pure, single to their own husbands, keeping their marriage, but undefiled. So, this conduct would be just important for a single woman. Young woman, married or single, should be discreet and chastity in their behavior. There are another thing like a homemakers to keep her at home. One who looks after domestic affairs with prudence and care. Attentive to their domestic concerns or to their duties in their families. A virtuous woman might be engaged in economic affairs outside the home, but not to the neglect of a family. And Proverbs 31, 10 to 31, you can just note, her duty is first to home and family, though may work outside the home if capable. So in that, what he is coming to say is, you can one no it is you cannot make any thing as a mandatory whether woman to work or not. It all depends on you and how you are family to sit together, decide and make a decision and if your husband is not allowing you, you better stay and if you don't put your husband and go forward and just to make money, so that means you miss your family. So that is why most of the families are in disaster. And at the same time, if you don't work, if the husband is saying and uh, to work for the betterment of family, and uh, otherwise it is difficult, that has to be decided together and take a decision, and uh, with each and uh, both of you, then you can move proceed for that. So basically what is expected, set your home right. Then you proceed further. If you cannot set, if you cannot bring up your children, if your children, if you let your children, the, as I know from my experience, 
the children become violent children become disobedient children become uh, out uh, living in the out in the worldly it is all because children were not brought and by the own parents they were let somewhere with the in-laws here and there or in your nursery or somewhere but that is why you please take care of your children learn to love your husband love your children and take care of take care of uh, your home and the uh, ordinance of their husband oh sorry their husbands what is that obedience to your husband and uh, to subject oneself please uh, mm, oneself in that is the scriptures of ebation 522 and the colossian 318 and first peter 3 1 and 5 all are saying that you should obey obedient to your husband in all things and uh, submission is a virtue enjoyed on all christians ebation 521 and uh, wives can demonstrate how it should be done so just because of the time i have to rush up so please go through these scriptures and what is expected and let us see the few characters that is one is hana first samuel that is we know about him our trials and prayers were rewarded by god giving her a son samuel that first samuel 1 from 1 to 20 who was willing to dedicate her son to the lord and who offered a prayer of thanksgiving that is similar to the song of mary so a woman of faith who dedicated the family in service and unto the lord that is the character of hanum yester a beautiful orphan girl raised by her cousin mortakai that is yester 27 who became a wife of ashuras king of persia that is 28 to 17 who risked her life to save the jews from extinctions a beautiful and gracious woman used in god's providence to save your nation what a wonderful thing it is young woman mary a young virgin who became a mother of our lord that we know from luke 126 to 38 and also matthew 118 to 25 who came to understand who a son's true family was who followed a son to his crucifixion who was later together with his apostles so a chaste and discreet woman who remains as that all our children belongs to god another character priscilla a wife of aquila who acts 18:1-3 who joined her husband in teaching apollos follow workers with paul and who risked her life their own life that we know from romans 16:3-4 so in whose home churches met in their place your wife who used her home to further the case of the for the cause of the gospel to be preached gospel of the christ so that house is open 
a young woman served even in the days of in the early stage to spread the gospel even though the persecutions were going around so in the modern day example women who love their husbands and their children providing homes for them and those who do not let their families become a hindrance but as a way to serve the lord a woman who demonstrates the beauty and the value of submission to service so who will god use today any young woman who dares to follow the lord in this what we know some might think that paul's words in our text and uh, would prevent women from attaining their full potential man is man woman is woman we cannot be like compared with man but for everything women are claiming that in no way we are uh, uh, in all the way we are equal to men always the claim is there but in, when it comes to serve the lord we you take the back step saying that these are all the things has to be for men no in all the way in your family you claim that equal rights when you go out you claim a equal rights but when it comes to serve the lord don't take step backward you come forward to serve the lord and also now go on to young man and it is so interesting there are many more in uh, in our days once more the text reminds us deals with the things which are proper for sound doctrine doctrine that spiritually healthy and wholesome in this case exhortations related godly contact we have uh, already considered contact becomes older men older women and young women now how these young men should be again sober minded even the your scripture says young man to be sober minded in all things showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine showing integrity reverence incorruptibility sound speech cannot be condemned that one who is an opponent may be ashamed having nothing evil to say of you so we should be have this kind of characters in all things a pattern of good works and in doctrine showing integrity reverence should be there and there are few examples i may not have taken the scripture for that but joseph all of us know in his young age how he challenged a young man betrayed by his brothers and sold as a slave in egypt oh sorry yeah and also david in his youth his faith in god overcame giants daniel in his teens daniel was honored to be trained for service to king Timothy he is assigned Paul as a young disciple his youth was to be no excuse and in the modern days 
young men who serve the Lord and His church with whatever abilities they have. They are young men who teach, who preach, who lead singing and praying in public assemblies. Young men who resist the temptation, seek the Lord's will in their life. First, who will God use today? Any young man who dares to follow the Lord. So, dear children of God, what we understand from this lesson, there are bond servants, there are many more the servants. You are also, yes, a servant. When we say that we are servant, we are talking about servant, we forget that we are also servants of so somebody. There is somebody higher above. So, whatever the claim or a qualification, hello, yes. Whatever is demanded as from the servants, it is also from us. Never ever think that we are the boss. Whatever the position you are given. But there is somebody above you. Just imagine your working place. What you are expecting from your servant at home. The same thing you should think. It is expected from you, from your higher authorities. Be submissive, humble, obedient. Don't argue. And show that as in the beginning itself. The pastor led us in the prayer. And how we should be. We should, by our ways, the people should know Christ. And uh, preaching and teaching are beyond. That is the last. So, not everyone can preach. Not everyone can teach. But only few. But don't never ever think that it is not for you. You know by yourself, by your very living, your godly living, with all godly characters, you can present Christ through your life. The scripture, the promises today, what he has said is, through your body you glorify God. Every part of your body, you should glorify God. Why? The Spirit of God is in you. We are different people. If we are of the world, you cannot. But now, we are very much privileged. The Holy Spirit of God is dwell in our life. So we can reflect to the world who Christ is. Not everyone can hear. Not everyone can see Christ. But through you, you can make the world to know Christ. So dear children of God, as a conclusion, 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3. For the time will come when men will not put up with a sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 4 says, They will turn their ears away from the truth and the truth aside to myths. Please be away 
of the end times. End time will come not like a, as you want to see visibly in the west or in the west or in the signs and wonders, but in this way. The scripture says, end time will come. You will become, they will deceive you. Once again, as a conclusion, sound doctrine is important. Titus 1.9 Sound faith is important. Titus 1.13 And sound speech is important. Amen? May our Lord give us grace to know and follow sound doctrine and protect and keep every one of us from false doctrine. Amen? Let us close our eyes. Just a minute, thank the Lord for this day and what God has been speaking to you. If God has spoken to you, just thank Him. Thank Him for what He has spoken to you. Now it's the time for us to come to the Lord's table. Once again, the Lord's table is for the children of God, those who accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior in their life and obeyed Him to the waters of baptism. And if anyone is not prepared themselves to take part today, now is the time for you to pray, confess yourself before the Lord and ask for His forgiveness. If you are unsaved and God has dealt with your heart, I invite you to come to Jesus now and receive Him as your Savior. If you are saved, but there are things in your life that are hindering your walk with God, bring them to this altar and this afternoon and let Him take care of those needs. Get rid of those weights that slow your progress for Jesus. Thirdly, if you are in a storm today, come to Jesus and let Him remind you of your great victory in Him. Whatever the need, bring it to Jesus today. And He can and will meet it. I will read a portion from First Corinthians chapter 11. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that, in the, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. These children of God, examine yourselves. Remember Jesus Christ died for you. 
Remember that Jesus Christ shed his blood for you. Remember that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day. And he is the living God today. Remember Jesus Christ is going to come. Examine yourself. And if there are unforgiven sin, confess it. This is Heavenly Father, once again we praise you and we thank you for the provision that you made it for us to come and take part in the table which you prepared for us. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, bless the bread and the wine. And also give us the Lord and bless us through this so that we will come in union, identifying ourselves and accepting the forgiveness that you made it on the cross before 2000 years ago. When we come together, we remember our Lord and of also you are coming. And it is also a reminder for us, Lord, to proclaim the gospel to this world. With this confidence, with this challenge, Lord, help us to come to go before you with the conscious in our mind that our sins are forgiven and we are your children. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Please, the time is short and uh, cooperate with the hushes as they are directing. And once again, this table is for the children of God, those who obey the Lord in the waters of baptism. Please come forward and take part in it.
Prove. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, uh-huh. 
Appreciate God for it. Just appreciate God. Each of us has to appreciate God. It's not about me. It's about each one of us appreciating God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that even now as we took your, the emblems of your body and blood, we remember, Lord Father, that through what you did, through your hanging on that cross, you gave us life. You gave us life. Today I am living because you died. Otherwise, Lord, I would be dead. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for this time that you have given us. We thank you, Lord, and we remember what you did for us, Lord Father. We do not take it granted, Lord Father, 
But we need to remember, and we do remember every day, that today we live because you died for us. If it was not for you, Father, where would we be? In some mighty clay. We give glory to you. Father, thank you, Father, for every one of us here. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us on the importance of sound doctrine, whatever be our age. And for every age, you have a message. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us. Thank you, Lord, for using our pastor. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to bless him, anoint him, that he will give us more of your words in days to come. Father, be with each and every one of us as we step out. Help us to step out in the joy of your love, Lord, Father. We praise you, we bless you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we share the grace, let me remind you, it's on the screen. Tomorrow is our outreach. It's at 4 p.m. It's in this hall. Please come with friends, with family. Be blessed as you come. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you as you step out, fellowship with each other, meet somebody you haven't met before. Praise God.